Most of my life, at least since I was aware that there were environmental issues that could be serious within my lifetime, I considered fusion to be potentially the answer to everything. It seemed like a nearly limitless supply of energy. If anything fit the bill of too cheap to meter, that would be it. And it could solve virtually every other problem. If you don't have enough fresh water, it gives you the energy to desalinate seawater. If you don't have enough food, you can make sunlight. Actually, it's funny that I so quickly mentioned food and sunlight because that's my entry point to how I think about fusion now. Principally coming from vertical farms. Vertical farms, you probably know people put farms inside buildings in cities. And there's a big efficiency that I will grant them that they grow food near cities. So the transportation cost is very low. You might know that they only produce, at least so far, mostly greens. I think that you can grow hydroponically, not staples like rice or wheat or corn, things like that. Those take a lot more energy. Another big advantage to them is that you can grow them vertically. How do you grow the plants? Plants need light. So they use LEDs. LEDs are relatively efficient. But where does the energy for the LEDs come from? Well, if that energy is coming from coal, I'm not sure what you've one there because you're burning coal to grow these plants, whereas if you grow plants out in the field, you're using solar energy. Well, it could be that the LEDs are powered by solar energy, but again, that doesn't work because if you have sunlight hitting solar panels, then you get losses in converting that into electrical power, and you get other losses making that into LEDs, and so you seem to be losing if you use solar power. The best case I see for being more efficient is if you had fusion. If you have fission, you have radioactivity issues, but let's just say we made a fusion-powered reactor that produced, let's say, no radioactivity. Let's say the technology works perfectly. There's no risk of terrorist anything, and we got these fusion things that work perfectly. Well, now suddenly things look great for the vertical farm because now you can start building your vertical farm as tall as you want. If you have energy too cheap to meter, just keep building more and more vertical, use more and more power to light more and more LEDs, and you have a big win over regular agriculture where sunlight just hits plants because then you only get one level. You can't do layers and layers and levels because the top layer would block the sunlight from a lower level. With vertical farms, you can build taller and taller and taller. Sounds great, right? It seems that people always think that if we bring in some new technology, we'll just keep living the way we do now, but just have a bit more energy with a little less cost and a little bit less pollution. But things don't just stop there. Once things change, people adapt to the new world. For example, people often think if we build a new lane on a highway traffic will go down or congestion will go down. Well, it does for a little while and then people adjust and they realize this road over here has less congestion and they start going over there. And times to commute have basically stayed the same in cities for centuries. Or when Uber and Lyft came out, they thought ride shares were going to decrease traffic in the city. They increased traffic in the city because people adjusted to having, well, basically cheaper transportation. Likewise, with driverless cars, the studies that I've seen project that there'll be more time spent in traffic, not less. Also, as computers become smaller and use less and less electrical power to run, you'd think that computing power usage overall would go down. Energy use for computers overall keeps going up and up and up. So the trend I see is that when we create technologies that enable new behaviors, we don't just adjust one thing. We adjust our whole lives to it until generally we depend on that technology more and we use more energy and we get often less of what we expected. Imagine now that farmland is unproductive relative to vertical farms. That sunlight on the regular farms is nothing compared to the LEDs in the vertical farms. So why bother keeping farms? It makes more sense to develop that land. Actually, whether it makes sense or not doesn't matter. The economic forces will drive us to build on top of that land whether we want to keep it or not. Once you start developing that land, why don't we develop all land? At this point, we don't need sunlight anymore. We can get vitamin D in the pill. We don't need sunlight. So we're going to start building buildings everywhere that we can, on beaches, former farmland, 
say goodbye to having sunlight anymore. You can get it indoors. Now, I'm not saying this is better or worse. It could be that living indoors all the time with lights that give us a spectrum that is pleasing to our eyes, it could be great. I'm not sure, but it's not going to be the world that we live in today. On the contrary, if you think of the Green Revolution, where we used another supply of energy, fossil fuels, to make artificial fertilizers, among other changes of the Green Revolution, well, now our food is becoming less and less nutritious. We can imagine that trend would accelerate with fusion-powered vertical farms. We would just not have the world that we have anymore. We wouldn't go out into parks anymore. We wouldn't need plants outdoors. Is that better or worse? I can't say for sure. But this tells me a couple things. One is that we evolved in a certain environment, and we could thrive in that environment. If we change that environment, it's possible we could thrive more. But it seems to me that we're thriving less now, not more. I don't mean our level of material stuff. I mean our level of happiness, our level of addiction. We seem more addicted now than ever. It seems we're less able to create thriving personally within ourselves. We seem less self-aware, less in touch, less able to create joy and happiness and community and the things that make us really love life. And that take away sunshine and beaches and forests, we're going to thrive less and less all the time. Another change that I would anticipate happening as these changes happen and we adapted to the new changes, and I don't mean adapted in an evolutionary sense, just culturally we adapted, then we would start raising and raising the population. Why not? We can produce more and more food. Well, now we're completely dependent on this fusion power. I said at the beginning, let's assume that it doesn't break at all, but this would be a very complex piece of machinery or very many complex pieces of machinery. Right now, we are dependent on technology. I think most of us couldn't live without technology if we had to go hunt and gather. And even if a couple of us could, as a culture, we can't do that. We need farms and so forth to keep going. And the farms that we have, the factory farming and all the industrialization has made it that we are dependent on technology. The farther we go relying on technology, the more and more we become dependent on it. The less and less we're able to be in harmony with our natural world because we're dependent on fusion-powered reactors. That seems to me a dangerous situation. It seems to me out of balance to depend so much on a technology like that. Well, actually, there isn't an infinite supply of energy for fusion power. And if we were to continue to grow exponentially, my former podcast guest, Tom Murphy, it's at UC San Diego, he's Caltech trained, and he says, if we keep growing, how quickly we completely use up not only Earth's resources, but the entire galaxy's resources. It only takes a couple thousand years. That's not a whole lot of time for humans, if we continue growing at the pace that we are, to use up the entire galaxy's energy output, which is to say, even in the most extreme cases, we would have to, at some point, live in balance with some kind of nature, even if it's the entire galaxy. And if we expect ever to live in balance with nature, why not do that now and not need the fusion? And if we can't do it now, why would we expect to be able to do it later when things get more serious? I want to read here the quote of Norman Borlaug, who won the Nobel Peace Prize for the Green Revolution. He said, quote, The Green Revolution has won a temporary success in man's war against hunger and deprivation. It has given man a breathing space. If fully implemented, the revolution can provide sufficient food for sustenance during the next three decades. But the frightening power of human reproduction must also be curbed. Otherwise, the success of the Green Revolution will be ephemeral only. Most people still fail to comprehend the magnitude and menace of the population monster, as he calls it. Since man is potentially a rational being, however, I'm confident that within the next two decades, he will recognize the self-destructive course he steers along the road of irresponsible population growth. Well, unfortunately for us, we haven't heeded his warning. We have kept growing, and now we're hitting the same problem we hit then, except with more people, which means we're in overshoot, and if there's a collapse, it will be steeper and deeper than it would have been had we not kept pushing things before. Fusion seems to me 
like another green revolution, like an extra highway lane, like ride sharing, like driverless cars, like more efficient computers. The trend happens over and over again. It enables us to keep growing. We adjust and we return to the way that we were before, only more so, but with higher stakes and more dependence on technology. I used to think fusion could be the answer to everything. Now I'm not so sanguine. I believe that it would continue the trend that we're on now, that we don't have to, away from being able to live in harmony with nature. I believe it's possible to live in harmony with nature, and that's what I'm working toward. It would have been nice for fusion to work, but I cannot imagine us implementing fusion and then living the way we do now, but just having cheap energy. I think that we would continue growing, and we would lose touch with sunlight, growing plants outdoors, forests, beaches, and things like that.